Really? That's a major league record for the postseason. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's an interesting statistic. It is, it is. You know, and then when you think about it, it's like, okay, you know, that, to me, that's like a big reason why, you know, they're losing right now. You use tearless baby shampoo because it's gentle on your baby's eyes. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You always test the bath water to make sure it's not too hot. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You make sure she wears a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You put on his sunscreen, even when he's embarrassed his friends will see. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Is your child facing the right way in the car seat? Is the seat too big or too small? How do you know when it's time to move your child into the next type of seat? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home, walk, restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, God. Finding best potatoes for french fries. No! Russet. Fingerling. Yukon Gold. Why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. Explore understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. You are listening to Be Exposed Radio. It's a family affair if you want to look at it that way. It is. I, I, I totally agree. And I believe what it, I, I believe that this wisdom on the wall is going to be a movement. And that's what that's what I believe we are we're we are doing is we're creating a movement where where people is essentially even after we've presented in these workshops, then they'll be inspired to sort of document some of the things that they've gone through and empower somebody else. So it's, it'll be like a chain effect. So they'll see that, you know, we, we were just three women who have gone through various things and experiences in our lives. And we just took the opportunity to sit down, put it in a book, and then it'll be a movement. And then other women will be inspired to do the same thing. Let me tell you, we are better together. We are so much better together, family. I'm telling you. When we, when we band together, put our resources and our experiences together, we can create a movement. And that's what it's about, inspiring people to do more than what they may currently see of their own lives that they can do so much more so yeah mm-hmm. you are exactly right mm-hmm. the inspired radio show tune in every wednesday from 7 check to out this flashback from sunset soul radio all of us have to take personal accountability exactly. i can't take responsibility for this i can't say no, responsibility we can't everybody can't take a account 
Artist Exchange. The 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 Artist Exchange. Hey, what's up? And uh, welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. How you doing, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope? Shout out to my sponsors this month, Mr. Rebel Rel Radford and Mr. Kareem Moore. You can find them both at Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Kareem at Humble K uh, and Rebel Rel Radford on Instagram and um, on Facebook as well. So, first of all, um, I'm sweating profusely. Um, it's too damn hot outside. Um, I don't know who messed up um, and pissed off Mother Nature, but she she not having it. And it's it's an abnormal type of heat where it's no it's no real bright sun outside. It's just humid as hell, and it's it's um, it's annoying. Um, as you can see, I have my second set of eyes back. And I am, uh, I'll be going under LASIK in two months, and I um, prolonged it because I'm really not um, into that, so I had to wear my glasses. Uh, I couldn't wear my glasses until I had the exam, and, and then now I'm with four eyes. Um, shout out to, well, first of all, today is the fifth anniversary celebration of the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Um, we'll have a guest later on in the, the top of the next hour. She'll be here. Um, but shout out. I didn't want to make this about everybody else today. I just wanted to do do the show as normal and really uh, just very grateful for this five years, this journey, this, um, um, I don't know what to call it, but it's definitely been a journey, a test of my patience, my creativity. Um, there have been a plenty of times where I wanted to just let it go because it became too much and I felt like it was taking me away from my ultimate goal, which was to be an uh, a actor and a director. And I found so much, um, so many open doors to be able to do what it is that I wanted to do on my terms. Radio has definitely given me that opportunity. Um, uh, giving me that opportunity to be able to do so. Uh, so I'm really thankful and blessed. Now every year I give, uh, uh, I give thanks for, uh, I'm sorry, I can't do two things at once. I've learned that also. Um, but I give thanks to the many individuals that one, support this show and give me so much love and to all the people who have been sponsors and advertisers and the many guests that have taken time out of their schedule to be a part of it. Um, the many people that continue to support despite me changing my time and I can still see people tuned in and still logged in. So I really appreciate um, all the people that come out. Hey, Miss Jacqueline. Shout out not reaching. Uh, and I'm still waiting on that project too. So... Um, I'm really uh, grateful One uh, to one of my really good friends, my, one of my best friends, Jana, for starting this show with me. 
um, the various, the number and number and number of co-hosts that I've had over the couple years. Um, shout out to everybody who continues to support. If you're, if you're listening in right now, please share this out. Um, this is the fifth year anniversary for the Artist Exchange Radio Show. And um, I'm so thankful to be at Be Exposed because I've, I've been through a lot of other stations and me preparing to actually do my own show. And uh, I didn't get the treatment nor the just the time and attention that I've gotten here in terms of how I've grown and just got the freedom to grow as I saw fit. And then Be Exposed is definitely changing, as you can see, with the awesomeness of the advances that we've had here. So shout out to everybody who continues to support and listen in. So I want everybody to show some love today. So if you got some love to give, send it to me because I need it. I'm really um, thankful. No. Oh, my God. No, we're not in Graffiti Alley. We're actually at the studio. But because Monty has this awesome, awesome, awesome green screen, it looks like we're in Graffiti Alley. But we're not. We're right down at 200 East Lexington Street, Suite uh, 7-Eleven. This is our new space. Um, so if you want to be booked on a show, definitely hit me up. Uh, let me know um, if you want to be on. Uh, yeah, Miss Jacqueline, I-, I am ready. I'm waiting for that. Um, uh, no, not Graffiti Alley, uh, Shauna. We're, <laughs> we're down at the studio on Lexington Street. Um, but... Uh, we have a number of hot topics that I wanted to get to today as well. Is a number of things I wanted to talk about. Um, one, the Nas comeback. He left a long, lengthy, I think it was a six-part message on Instagram, uh, talking to his, his ex-wife, Khalees. Um, uh, we wanted to, we're going to talk about the fudgery closing down at the harbor. I'm really feeling some kind of way about that. Um... Ariana Grande and the Bishop. Um, I'll be uh, I'll be actually hosting a talkback for a play called Wasted that'll be at Center Stage. I'll be doing that tonight, hosting their first talkback. Um, and the play deals with sexual assault, um, consent, uh, and rape culture. And I wanted to get a little bit into the Ariana Grande versus the Bishop at uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral. Um, get into that a little bit in a different way. Um, the new Nike deal. I had an awesome Nike shirt on, my fresh Nike shirt, but because of the green screen, it was clashing, so I had to change my shirt. Um, shout out to uh, the gift shop at the what's the name of the museum down the street? Um, it's gonna jump in my head, but the Black History Museum down at uh, Reginald F. Lewis. That's it, Reginald F. Lewis Museum. I got this awesome T-shirt from them. Um, and they actually sell them there. But I was at a program, and um, one of the people that was giving the program got me this awesome shirt, and they sell them at the Reginald F. Lewis Museum. Um, and it says, nah, uh, quote by <laughs> Rosa Parks. They have a couple of shirts like this, and they're really awesome. I actually wore this shirt on Friday, but I had to change because um, it was clashing. Um, speaking of being hot, okay. Speaking of being no hot, no AC in the school. Um, a little recap of the Bobby Brown biopic um, and the ex-Cosby actor that's stirring up the internet with uh, his side hustle. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on Big Exposed Ready. You said three minutes? So we're doing this new thing where I'm, I had to listen and listen and talking and reading 
I'm not a multitasker in that way. So I'm learning. It's still a journey. Maybe five years from now, I'll have this down pat. Um, but those are the hot topics that we'll be talking about today. Um, again, shout out to everybody that's tuned in. Please share this out. I need your support here on the Artist Exchange. It's very hard to do this uh, to, twice a week. And I've been doing it. And I've, re- I've rarely missed any days. And if I miss days, trust and believe, it's because I'm working. And I think out of the five years, I think I took one sick day. So I really have been really dedicated to this. And I'm really looking for support in continuing this. And I need everybody that listens in, that comes and sit down with me, everybody um, to come and support. And support meaning I don't need you to necessarily advertise with us. That's be awesome. That I'm not saying don't do that. But what I'm saying is I really need your help in sharing this out, supporting the show, letting people know, sending us your, your guest picks. If you know any people that would want to come sit next to me and talk and share their story, definitely hit me up at the Artist Exchange Radio Show, only at uh, BeExposedRadio.com. Uh, Jacqueline says, really need to talk about the Cannaval hearings because this guy is going to set black people back to pre-civil rights. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have to come on um, soon and talk more about that. Yeah, I heard you say Greenspring. Cool. Uh, the Alliance for Justice in D.C. doing a great work for advocacy and justice. Uh, so definitely, and I want everybody to talk to me more. Today I'm going to try to focus on this. I've been getting a lot of notes that I don't, um, that I don't talk on this as much. So I really, I'm going to try to as we go along, but it's, it's multitasking. Uh, so uh, we we gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna um, get some of that cookie ice cream cake. Shout out to my girl Denise that works at um, Safeway for hooking me up with an awesome fifth anniversary cookie cake. So I'm about to go bite into that. Now I got some wine. I don't know how this gonna do. I'm already sweating. Um, I haven't eaten anything, so I'm trying to eat something. So we gonna go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back only on BigExposedRadio.com. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Only in the forest can you see this. (laughs) But nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. And you might just see this. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's what you missed on Salacious Life Radio. You know, when it comes to your children, especially if you're dating someone that you actually like, 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 actually like, you do want to you want it to work so right. you're going to hope and encourage the relationship between your child and that person because you like that person you know so you're going to hope for the best i mean sometimes yeah it just doesn't work and you can't make it work you can't force it it's like a branch you keep bending it eventually it'll snap and even if you put it back together it'll never be what it once was mm-hmm. but you definitely 
pray on it. You hope for the best, you know, because like nobody wants to spend the rest of their life alone just because that a, a particular relationship didn't work out, but you had this beautiful creature as a result of it. You know, but you don't want to necessarily spend there. And you're not all of a sudden a bad person. You're not all of a sudden not going to fulfill this other person's you, madam, are a harlot and a scoundrel. <laughs> because so, I had one if, kid while I was still married. So I take that back. What if, uh, what if the situation turns around the other way? So you ready for your child to meet? They meet the person, and this person is a giver. So this person's buying your child lots of gifts and wanting to. I do would you do you like, let? You don't, you don't let. You don't uh-huh. like it's, if it's a birthday or or some sort of holiday or something like that. Okay, and they want to get them a few things or get them something. Okay, but just on like a regular basis, like unless it's like Nestle's quick. Or something that you can get from, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, Kit Kats yeah. or something like that. Like, no, don't spend a lot of money it's on See, I'm sorry. It's unrealistic. Like, don't try to buy. live to Salacious Life Radio every Wednesday from 9 to 11, only on BeExposedRadio.com. We're rewarding you for something you already do. Listening to us. It's radio loyalty, and it's an easy way for you to get free stuff. All you do is sign up. Go ahead and click the banner now. You'll earn points as you listen. Points you can trade in for great products and services in the radio loyalty store. You can earn even more points when you share your favorite station with friends on Facebook and Twitter. Radio loyalty. It's free to sign up. So click the banner to join now. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house sick day starting the holidays early just because starting in the sixth grade students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school how many days of school has your child missed this year absences add up keep track at boostattendance.org today Army and the ad council there's a rumor going around that tyler perry and um oprah are beefing Mm. let me tell you about this Tyler okay (laughs) told Oprah bitch if you don't have my money we're going to have a problem Oprah said what is the problem you said if I don't have your money there was going to be a problem so Oprah is standing her ground like Bitch, I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah, you know, you may have a $250 million studio over there that you film all your shows and movies and stuff on, but I have the empire. <laughs> That's what Oprah said. Oh, these are her exact words. Allegedly. I made this up. Right? Allegedly. I made it all up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there was. A- you are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Look us up on any podcast service like iTunes, Google, Spotify, and many more. Search for Be Exposed Radio 
and catch up with us on your schedule. So welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Um, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to add individuals to this. Shout out to Sharon. I see you. Miss Janimba. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in. I really appreciate everybody for all the likes and support and uh, continuing to support the show. We are looking for entrepreneurs, artists, individuals, community leaders to come on and be our guests. So definitely come on by. Shout us out. Um, we're looking for you. So definitely come on. And uh, you can hit us up at the Artist Exchange Radio Show at gmail.com if you want to be featured. We have some awesome guests coming up for the month of um, September and October. So definitely stay tuned for that. And on Mondays, I'll be having a guest uh, host, uh, Mama Linda, come in. And she'll be interviewing. I drunk that like it was water. <clears throat> Uh, but she'll be interviewing uh, a few uh, elders. Uh, she's working on a project at the Peel Center, and she's spotlighting many of the storytellers and seniors in the Baltimore community that have been connected to the culture and storytelling and griot. She's the president of the griot society, and I've joined forces with her for the next two months. Um, and she'll be coming on interviewing a number of the seniors. We had a last show, um, Mr. Mullock. Uh, came on, very uh, inspirational uh, gentleman, learned a lot from him. And we'll be talking to a number of individuals. Get the tissue off the table. Who is this? Giving me notes. Sharon. Sharon, I need this tissue. You see this one? I need it. It's making me sweaty. So I need it. So, um, yeah. You should have came on to the show, but <laughs> she probably busy. She working or something. Um, shout out. Before we get into our topics, uh, before we get into our topics, I want to um, give a shout out to uh, Appreciate the Arts. They're hosting their kickoff to their second Sticky Bump Festival tonight uh, at Open Works. You have to go to the Eventbrite and look up. Uh, Sticky Bun Festival kickoff party and you have to register because there's invite only um, and I think that's going to be open for the next hour or so as well as uh, the Sticky Bun Festival is tomorrow from 12 to I believe 6 uh, so definitely come on out come on out support it was phenomenal last year I won't be hosting this year uh, but I'm going to find a way to get up on that stage and say what I got to say so definitely uh, come on out for that um, and if you're on, if you're on, please share, invite your artists, friends, your community leaders so they can see what we're doing here down at the Artist Exchange Radio Show. And also, if you're looking to start your own show, if you have a show, you're looking for a new home, you had a show, you want to bring it back um, and looking for a place to do so. Or if you have an idea for a show, either way, uh, hit me up, info at BeExposedRadio.com in the subject box, say, Nate, I want a show, and we can help you get that. So our first... Uh, topic. I think I want to talk about the fudgery closing first. So I just got news. I was uh, sent an email. Um, anybody who ever worked at the fudgery, they was kind of circulating on Facebook to come on down. This Sunday will be their last day. And unfortunately, they're closing down. But the fudgery has been down at the pavilion, the Light Street Pavilion, for about 30 years. I think they got down there maybe five years after the pavilion had actually opened up. And they had finished rehabbing the Inner Harbor. 
what we know today as the Inner Harbor. <clears throat> and it's been a major staple. One of our biggest uh, music groups that came out of Baltimore, Drew Hill, got their start there. You could have found Cisco and I believe Nokio and Woody. Uh, they were actually uh, singers down at um, the Fudgery, and it's actually closing. And it's like out of the blue, there was no lead up to them. I'm quite sure the employees knew. Say it again. Yeah, they worked there. They they all were. They were all. Um, I think those three members actually worked there, and uh, the fourth member did not. Um, I don't think he worked there. Um, but I remember seeing them there. I remember when they first got signed. They actually did a performance down there. Um, so it's it's been kind of a major staple. I know plenty of singers that may not have gotten the notoriety of uh, Drew Hill or any of their members, but they definitely are on uh, Broadway now. They've done TV, film. Um, a number of singers who actually have albums and stuff out right now. Um, so I definitely wish everybody go down there and support. support. And I really hope that they kind of second, take a second thought and closing it down. Now, what happened was this, it, the chain actually started here in, in Baltimore. And they have, I want to say, when I looked it up, I think like 20, 27 other locations. Or this was the first one. And they have 26 other locations. That includes now at the National Harbor. So when they opened up the one at the National Harbor, I think it probably did so well because they didn't have anything like that there. Um, and the National Harbor is still fairly new. It's been open for a couple years. Um, but it they're shutting this one down because that one probably is pulling in more revenue. But they should rethink. They have not changed. That fudgery has looked the same since, <laughs> since, I've, since I started going down there. So I, I really think they should really rethink closing it, but just kind of revamp it and do something different with it and actually make it a part of what is happening. I think they should like maybe do like a live, a Facebook live uh, a few hours out of the day or like just stream it live every day. I think that would bring so much more attention to the uh, fudgery. Um, a number of singers that I went to school with and know personally got their start down there and everybody wanted to audition. Um, for the fudgery, and not everybody made it because you really had to sing and be able to sing. So um, unfortunately, they're closing down, and I really think everybody should show up and show out because I think the CEO is actually coming down on Sunday, also. So get into his ear, um, really um, bug him because the fudgery is. I mean, nobody really. I don't think anybody buys anything from the fudgery, and I think that's the problem. So I think they need to do something more, like sell other stuff in addition to fudge. I know it's the fudgery, but, you know, sell other things that, you know, kind of coincide, like brownies or some other sweets, like cookies and stuff like that. Uh, but they are blaming it on um, the reconstruction that the pavilion is doing, the Light Street Pavilion is doing, and both of the pavilions, actually, the Pratt Street and the Light Street Pavilion, is going under. Uh, so I think recently Five Guys closed down, um, The Great Cookie, a number of places have closed down and they're supposed to be bringing like a Build-A-Bear and what else was on that uh, list? I forgot else, what else was on that list, but they're bringing like a lot of chain. Uh, of course, you know, the touristy areas are always chain restaurants, large, larger chain restaurants, but it will be unfortunate that they don't show up uh, part of your interview process 
was you had to sing. Yeah, well, that was the that was the interview process. Like they didn't care what your personality was. Uh, they just wanted you to sing. I I auditioned twice uh, to actually be in the. Um, and the second time when I got a call back, I actually got a, another job. So I I never got to work there, but the process was you had to sing, and it was um, it was very because um, you had to sing in front of people. It wasn't like you was in the back room somewhere. It was like on the spot. Let me hear you sing. Um, and it's unfortunate that a lot of the uh, uh, places like that are closing down. And I don't want to make it a race issue, but if Becky with the good hair had made got her start there, I think they would still be open, but it's largely been black singers uh, down there, so unfortunately. I haven't been to the one at the National Harbor, but I'm going to have to take a um, I'm going to have to take a look uh, up there. I'm going to have to take a look and go up and see it. Uh, see how they're doing, but I'm quite sure they're doing fairly well because they're still new, and it's probably, had, I, I didn't even know they had opened it up, so it couldn't have been, I've been there, I was there like a year and a half ago, so they couldn't have been open that long but they might they probably doing a lot better but i hope they really help out the the uh, people that they had working there instead of just closing it down and giving them a couple of weeks severance pay um the next topic is ooh, uh, i want to just touch on real quick the no ac in the schools um being someone who worked in schools as a, a art teacher um I'll I'll start with, I was in school when Mayor Schmoke was in office. And the only way you got out of school, if if the temperature hit 100 or if the snow was too high for you to walk. That was the only way you got out of school. Um, But a lot of people are complaining that that child has to go to school. uh, That They don't have to go to school. A lot of the parents that probably were parent children when I was in school... Um, I'm complaining that their children are being left out of school, but I don't understand how it, how is it that all summer long, um, none of the maintenance teams or anything. Uh, I, I don't know if they reported. I was trying to find out, and I actually called up to um, to the school board, and I didn't get a response yet. But um, how is it that nobody checked on this? And if you were having issues last year with the heating system. It would. It's the same system. I, I would think. Why wouldn't you think to test the AC out all summer long? And most of the schools had summer schools in them, and they normally don't turn the air on for summer schools. Sometimes you don't. You're not gonna be in the air if you're not in the. If they didn't have a good AC system, or if it's not a big uh, summer school program, they're not gonna turn the air on. Um, but they had summer schools, so I'm quite sure the air was probably on for other things. I'm quite sure the principal office had air, so on and so forth. But why is it that nobody checked to see this? And on the very first day of school, you close early. Like, it, I can understand a lot of parents being upset and kind of distraught because I have to drop. If your child in, in high school, it's probably fine because they're probably coming home. But if your child in elementary school and middle school, you got to go pick them back up. So you drop them off, and four hours later, you're turning right back around, probably getting off of work early to go pick up your child. And it's an inconvenience. And I believe today was probably like the full, first full day of school. Um, but there were still schools that got out early. And I don't understand why you are bringing them to school to turn them back around. Opposed to saying, you know what, we're going to open up a week later or we're going to open up two weeks later. Or actually fixing the damn problem during uh, the summertime. I really don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. 
and I have yet to even hear. Um, I think uh, there was some um, message that I, I didn't hear official message from um, Pew, the mayor. I didn't hear her official statement, but somebody paraphrased her by saying, um, "We are aware of the problem now. We're taking the, every step to I think every step to fix the the problem." But why is the awareness coming after the fact? Like now, these are days that the children are going to have to make up some way and somehow at the at the end of the school year. But that's uh, that's the Baltimore City government for you. They um. They're doing a lot to uh, not do anything, but um, so I'm trying to read that at the same time. But if you're on here, send me your questions. If you have any uh, comments about the fudgery closing down or the no AC, <laughs> probably no heat uh, in the school system, um, just hit me up on the messenger. Uh, you can call us at 410 410-702-5657. Call us, call us up, let us know, talk to us. Um, how much time do we have left in this segment? Two minutes. Um, the next segment, we're going to touch on the Nas uh, response. He wrote a, I'll just get a little bit into it, on IG, I believe yesterday, he wrote a long response to um, his wife, Khalees, and her accusations that he has uh, physically abused her. And she went, she's been on a couple interviews, a couple TV interviews, uh, where she talked about her uh, being beat by, um, be, being beat by Nas. She actually said the day that uh, the news broke about Rihanna and Chris Brown, um, when he uh, allegedly beat Rihanna, um, he, uh, she had, he had hit her that day. They were sitting there watching the news. And he had hit her that day, and that was when she realized, while they were sitting down watching the news about it, she realized uh, that was her time that she had to leave. So she made a really strong accusation, and his comeback was, he's been quiet about everything, about the cheating, about all that, because that was the truth. He fessed up to that, I did cheat, I did do X, Y, Z, but I'd never hit her. And that was basically his statement on Instagram. And he said this is the last time he's going to address it. And it's a shame that she has basically um, used their used this movement as kind of leverage for her to get full custody of their children. They're supposedly in court now, or they were in court, and he won partial custody for it. Um, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll talk more about the Nas, and I'll try to read some of the statement when we come back. Don't go anywhere. The Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BigSpoilsRadio.com. this flashback from the artist exchange radio show so you're your biggest some that um, you have to battle you know toxic you know hurt if, if you're in a toxic situation if you get hurt if you get pain if you get um struggle right mm-hmm. and if your spirit if your spirit is does not align correctly that may be a toxic situation so when i say you make that jump mm-hmm. when your values don't align we, you make decisions based on your values and if those decisions don't align with your values, then that's when you say no. Tune into the Artist Exchange every Friday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Live on BigExposedRadio.com. The Exposed Radio. 
Well, if he made them, yeah. take care of them. Yeah, I, that's period. Real, right. That's the real deal. The it's money. period. Right. And all that old money shouldn't go towards this money should go to if the child is with one of the parents twenty four seven seven days a week you don't even come get your child every day you come get your child once a month maybe or once every three months right you cannot dictate where that money comes goes. Especially if the child ain't calling you about nothing. Now, if the child calling you every week, then you might can question about where the child support is going. But if every time you pick up the child, they look nice, they ain't complaining about nothing. How? I mean, why are you worrying about where the money go at? It is what it is. Radio show. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Green light. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ballin' Street? Girlin' Street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Join the Just a Bit Outside crew every Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. on uh, BeExposedRadio.com. You want to start off? Um... I think I'll get it out of the way on a who's not. Okay, do it. The Orioles. <laughs> right, right. They, they got swept by the Royals. They lost four in a row. And mm-hmm. uh, the last five games have all been decided by one run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game before, or the, the last game that they lost before the Royals was uh, the Nationals and is a uh, uh, Weeders, of course. Mm-hmm. Won, uh, won with a uh, home run. Drove right, hit the, uh, home run. hit the home run. Right. Um, they were... Going into that national series, it seemed like they were doing so well, and they just they just crapped out. Uh, you are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. Shout out to everybody tuned in. <clears throat> Uh, my Aunt Val is a former employee of Baltimore City, and as an employee of the Baltimore City public school system, most of our schools are over 60 years old, and to install AC will cost a small fortune, so the old buildings are not able to have window units because the entire electricity electrical system would have to be upgraded. Years ago, we never had air, but our tails were in school all day. Uh, that's my aunt Val, and she's she re- recently retired from the um, Baltimore City school system as one of the managers. In the, uh, um, I think she went around and kind of the maintenance department uh, to the various schools, and I, that's what I'm saying. I remember a time when it was hot, it was cold, it was chilly, it was raining, it was damp, it was humid, but you were in class, um, and I think. Uh, especially what has just recently happened with the, 
the AC unit, and it was very cold in the classrooms, there were times where we had our coats on in class. Uh, that's why often you bought sweaters for your child to wear and you layered your children up because it may be cold. Now I understand that the buildings are very old and outdated, but what has happened, and maybe my aunt can kind of answer this question as well, what happened to the maintenance in terms of updating it as it went along or it was just like, we can't do this? And I understand a lot of the buildings can't get AC units, but I've walked past many, I've been in a couple principal offices and they had AC units in their windows. So I, I'm, I'm trying to understand, uh, I recently, a few months ago, I went to a programming meeting before the summer actually started, and I went to this programming meeting for teaching artists and that they're adding the STEM, so STEAM again, uh, and they're adding arts, trying to incorporate the arts. And one of the things was they're, they're trying to incorporate uh, larger classrooms back into the system. And in doing so, a lot of the schools are being updated. And we met at elementary middle school. You haven't been to White Lock White Lock, that whole complex of apartments is now demolished and they built an entire new school. They tore down the school that was already there and they built up what looks like a small college campus uh, on that, that one uh, school, a micro campus uh, on that, uh, in the place of the school that was already there. And it's brand spanking new. And the, I don't have an issue with us building new schools because it probably be, probably be more, much cheaper you said what? Yeah, but I, I don't. Me personally, I don't have an issue with them building new schools. But don't 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 do it in a way where these children are still having to do it. You need to build larger schools where they can bring these children in and think about some of the larger schools that we already have. What it would take to make just those buildings up to date and bring them up to standard. But just eliminating the schools that we have, I think, is crazy and just. If you go spend the money, you might as well spend the money anyway. So what happens to the children that don't go to those, aren't able to go to those schools? And I, I actually was a part of the lottery system where, you know, we were randomly picked. And it, I understood because I had friends that wanted to get into the school, and I didn't necessarily want to get into the school. But because of the lottery system, I got into the school. And I don't, I don't, I don't want that system to be brought back, or I want that to be done away with. And I think children, all children, should have to go through it. And for a long time, they said people who weren't, the areas where people were not voting, uh, weren't registered to vote, and people weren't paying taxes, were the, where the schools were getting shut down the most, and it's where schools weren't being uh, rehab. But if you can knock down that school that was in White Marsh, uh, um, I said White Marsh, because uh, I know that school's not being knocked down. But if you were at the school that's right there in White Lock or the school on Key Highway, uh, those schools that just got totally uh, rehabbed and refurbished, if you were, if they can do that, then they can do this with the rest of the schools. And I would love to hear what the plan is, but they're not telling anybody what the plan is to rebuild these schools and re or demolish the schools that are already there and rebuild new schools. So I, I, I think that needs to be something that is part of the agenda. But... What I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to, uh, no, they're not charter schools, they're public schools. 
and the idea of the charter schools are they're trying to demolish charter schools because it's costing the city way too much money to um, keep up with the it's they're saying that it costs more money to have a classroom with 15 to 20 students it costs more to have that whereas though it's only probably two to three hundred students in the entire school versus a school that has maybe 30 to 40 children in the classroom and it's about five to six hundred students it's much cheaper to have that many students versus uh, that because they're saying that the resources that are being allocated to each school is costing them too much whereas though they have double the amount of schools and less students to give the same resources to but if you were going to give resources to those schools anyway what's the problem uh, but that's just me but I'm trying to pull up the um, the the Nas statement and I'm trying my best to hurry up and do it uh, Mr. Nasir so he wrote on it's not saying when he wrote but I think this may be it it's not it so I'm just going to pull it up and read it directly from what I have uh, I think this may be the last one, no part seven. So it says, part one, the price I paid to see my son and apologies in advance for the typos as I'm speaking from the heart as a man who has had enough. Today I got a call from Essence about my ex-wife doing another sad, fictitious story. Nothing surprises me anymore, including this. This is what your life has come to, come to sis. Exploiting some people's real struggle and pain just to get at me. To get attention. Fame, another fight against men. With, uh, we are a human family and we should be better examples to our sons. Why is there even an issue for me to have... Why is this even an issue for me to have, uh, have time with my son? A son needs his father. So many absentee fathers out here and here I am being attacked by your accusation simply because I got us in court to help fix this uh, custody matter. So they are in court right now uh, battling over custody of their, uh, over their son. And he doesn't mind having joint custody, but the problem has been his schedule and her schedule not aligning so they could kind of may possibly transfer the, the uh, child from person to person, from parent to parent rather. Uh, why did I have to take you to court to see our son? Why, when I win the joint custody, uh, which is a win for both of us and our son, it helps us with both of our schedules, why do you feel that an attack on you, why do you feel that, is a, that is an attack on you? Uh, it, is, it is a control issue you have. Why do you need to have control over my life? Because we're not together. Then why is this being rewarded and praised by people who are being taken advantage of by you and your lives? To all separate couples out there who are cordial and co-parent nicely, good for you. I wish that was me. I'm the most chill, cool parent there is who has time, who has time to argue about what? Uh, it's about our little guy. You haven't had to deal with what I've been dealing with. Trust me. I'm a mild man, a God-fearing, very fair man, being who, uh, being who tries his hardest to please everyone. It's my nature. I've seen this too many times before, and there was times I thought Khalees, my ex-wife, was not this type. 
This is the type of antics and deceitfulness people and people mistakenly call it strong. Uh, seems I always had more belief in you than you do. So this was one of seven parts that uh, Nas had on his Instagram. And I'm on his page right now. But I think the problem is you, I don't know why you can't see uh, the post that he had. Uh, oh, Yoko, so he wrote on there. He is, <laughs> he wrote this in his comment section. Uh, so, but it's, this is an issue that uh, I saw growing up. And it's the other side of the story um, for parents. Uh, I never had to deal with my mother saying anything derogatory about my father. Uh, and she gave me an opportunity father was um so i've seen several parents uh play this the wrong way and i just saw a meme the other day that said child support is for absentee fathers not for broken relationships uh with the mother and this this situation kind of speaks to that because I saw the first interview that uh, Khalees did with uh, Hollywood Unlocked where she she states that uh, he was very verbally and physically abusive. And if you read these uh, comments on and they're still on his page and there's seven of them. If you go to his page, you'll see uh, this long seven part uh, message to Khalees. And I'm quite sure it's to Khalees. And what you're saying is I think that child is old enough to probably have his own Instagram page to be able to see this argument as well. But what are you supposed to do, especially as a man, when you're being uh, allegedly lied on? Um, uh, and, uh, accused of something that you are saying you did not do. What In this generation of Me Too, what happens to the man who is falsely accused? And I can't speak for the, I, I think justice needs to be um, dished out in all the scenarios where um, this is happening to uh, women, where they're losing their voice, they're losing their power, they're being sexually assaulted and raped, molested, so on and so forth. I think this has to happen. But what happens when someone falsely accuses? And I say this because I sit in a courtroom and watch my uncle be falsely accused of rape, uh, raping a woman who he was sitting in his room getting high, he was sitting in his house getting high with, and she then charged him after the fact, and he refused to pay her. So she went to the police officer, police and said he raped her. And in court, she, she testified eventually, after maybe us sitting there for about three hours in this court case, and she testified and finally told the truth and said why she accused him of rape. Uh, and I watched him almost lose his freedom because of it. I sit in the, I also sit in a, uh, a principal's office with my youngest uncle uh, and watched him go through the same thing with a young lady who accused him of rape, him and his best friend, of raping her because neither one of them wanted to talk to her. Uh, and they didn't want to date her or they didn't want to be with her. Um, so she accused my uncle of raping her. And it, in both situations, I saw the woman then recant her story right in our face and tell us why they lied. Uh, and accusing a man of rape has been a weapon that's been used 
for a number of years, and I'm not saying the major, I'm not even saying the majority of these cases are for that reason or it's happening that way or this is the reason why it's happening. But I'm saying a lot of these cases are bitter women. And now we have cases, we have a theater company here in Baltimore where there is a gay organization, a gay theater company, a LGBTQ, I'll say a LGBTQ friendly uh, theater company that does LGBTQ um, themed productions. And the creative director is being accused by one of the former members of doing the same thing. And it's being said that he's only doing this because he didn't, because of, I don't know why, the real reason isn't being made clear, but he's doing the same thing. And it said, hello again? Isn't it? Oh. Uh, but it's definitely a problem that I'm seeing happening over and over and over again. And I'm, I'm not speaking to the individuals that are guilty. I'm speaking to the individuals that are being falsely accused. So I don't want my name to be muddied up. And we just had that with uh, the gentleman, Mr. Andre, that's the, the lead head of the... Um, we about to go to break. Um, yeah, we can wait for the segment. Um, but we are... We're at a space where this is happening. And I, I again... And I've said on this show before, I actually admitted on this show that I was molested. So I'm seeing both sides of this argument. But I also see how a lot of, of these situations, women are using that word rape or sexual assault or uh, consent, consent as a weapon. And it's not, uh, it's not true in some of these cases. And it's a small, very small uh, case. But we are now seeing over the last like 10 years where men are being... Um, being let out of jail after doing 5, 10, 20, 30 years in jail for being falsely accused of rape. That's a problem. People are losing their livelihoods, their freedoms over a lie. And when she did the, and, and I'm, I'm not in Khalees or Nas's marriage or their divorce or their relationship. I don't know either of them personally. But something about that interview just did not ring true to me. One, I'm not saying Hollywood Unlock is not reputable, but the subject matter that they talk about for you to go to Hollywood Unlocked and do this special report on it, it kind of didn't ring true to me. Uh, especially when you've gone, you've been in and out of court with Nas for the last couple of years as it's being reported, and you've never brought this up as an issue, and you chose to bring it up as an issue on Hollywood Unlocked, where they do salacious stories about celebrities, uh, gossip, and so on and so forth. So that's the problem that I'm having with this. And as I've read, I've read it, I've read over each part uh, this morning of Nas's uh, report, and I've heard this from several men. Like, I don't want you, so why are you mad? And then they keep the child from the parent, from the other parent. In a way of kind of like a bargaining tool. And a child is then used as this kind of uh, bartering. Uh, if you give me what I want, then I'll give you what you want. And it's like a control issue that a lot of these mothers have over their children. And I've seen some instances where the dad is doing it too. Because he has more power than it is. And he laid out in this argument on his Instagram page where 
even the lawyers that are defending her in this trial is or uh, don't want to work with her no more. And she is now making it about a financial issue in the court and about the abuse outside of court, public opinion, in a way where if you damage his image, what can he then do for his child? Everything that he has, and we've seen how with Cosby and a number of other uh, black entertainers, once their name is damaged in the in area of rape or um, uh, consent cases or anything dealing with sexual assault or them against women, overpowering women, we've seen how their whole image is being wiped out. We, has, we see a number, of, a number of cases, with it, whether it be Usher or Bill Cosby or uh, R. Kelly, a number of situations. I'm not equating these situations, but we see examples of how when someone says you did something, it doesn't even have to be taken to court. And when it do, when it, even if it is and it's being thrown out or settled or whatever, this person still doesn't get to uh, go back to their livelihoods. And that's kind of my issue with this. And I really, I really hope that they come to some type of conclusion, not for us as the listening public, but for their child. And I have to say, and this is a shout out to my mother, I'm, I knew how my mother felt about my father as I grew older. But I never heard my mother, even in anger, talk about my father. Um, Never. Uh, and that probably helped the issue that I'm having with my dad and with my mom sometimes. I, I, don't, I think it would have been much harder for me to deal with had I had that in my ear. And I've seen parents who do that to their child, who sit up and have conversations with their child as if that's another grown person that they're talking to out that's not that person's child. Um, and I've seen it happen. I've seen the bad mouthing happen. I've seen it. Uh, kind of tear down at a child. And I've seen this happen to younger children, older children, and I've seen the results of it happening. And it really does, it doesn't do your child, you're not thinking about your child in that situation. You're thinking about your own personal feelings. And if a relationship doesn't work, don't let it work. You know, don't, don't stick in there because you're thinking about your child and you don't want your child to not have two parents. If it's that toxic, let it go. And they were, I think they were married for a little over 10 years. Uh, so I can just imagine what that child saw in that household. Um, and we just watched the Bobby Brown uh, video. And we will talk about that in another segment. But I, I think I'm going to take a break uh, now. So Because one of our guests are actually here now. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Only on BigExposedRadio.com. The best of Cheryl Underwood Radio, starting now. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. Hey, uh, we get that C-Sex from the Hill, that news you use from Judge Harry Sutherland, our favorite country lawyer. Hey, if you'd like to weigh in on anything uh, you've heard or want to say something to us, give us a call at one 855 or email us at email us at CherylUnderwoodRadio.com. Harry Sutherland. This is Harry Sutherland, your favorite country lawyer with the word on the street. And the word on the street is Alan Derskowitz. He's a famous 
Harvard Law professor and a famous criminal defense attorney, mostly known to defend a lot of celebrities. But anyway, he said that backing Donald Trump and supporting Donald Trump was actually worse than defending O.J. Simpson. Now, Alan Dershowitz, he has defended such people as, of course, O.J. Simpson, Claude Van Buehler, Leona Hemsley, Michael Milken, and Mike Tyson. Now, the reason why he's saying that is because he's basically saying that when he was representing O.J. Simpson and Mike Tyson, people that was critical of him would actually sit down and discuss the issues with them and talk them through and have some type of dialogue. But with, with, Don, with representing, I said, and supporting Donald Trump, people don't, they don't even want to talk to him. They want dialogue with him. They won't have a conversation with him. They actually are trying to ban him from some of the social uh, organization that he's part of. So he's he got a good point. But to Alan Dershowitz, just be careful on who you associate yourself with. You know, same thing for anybody. So when you out here defending Donald Trump and he's actually actually out here spewing racism and division and separation, then this that goes with the territory. So you're a grown man and you've been an attorney for a long time. So you know the consequences of your representation. But there you have it. This is Harry Sutherland, your favorite country lawyer with the word on the street. And coming up next is more Cheryl Underwood Radio. It's the best of Cheryl Underwood Radio starting now. It's the jump off. Welcome to the show Underwood Show. Hot topics. We discussing anything. It's a go. We going live now. Got a favorite song calling to the show. Is he ready? Yeah. Four, three, two, one. Here we go. You're now tuned to the show Underwood Show. Hot topics calling ask what you want to know. Eight five five zero one a number you could dial. Busy better ring it back. Request your favorite track. Playing all new music, the blue crew, indie artists, mainstream, whatever consumes you. Topic of discussion, voice opinions, no bluffing. Show, keep it real, show, sugarcoat nothing. Download the app on your phone or your podcast, never miss a show. Take Cheryl on the go, ain't no other stations hanging with my girl toe to toe. Email us, CherylUnderwood.com. Smart, funny, hit my girl changing the game. Ain't no other stations, much up the same. Turn it up, y'all, your girl at it again. It's a jump off. Welcome to the Cheryl Underwood Show. That's what I'm talking about. Show on the radio in a Man, we had time off. Man, we refreshed and everything. That was nice. That's right. Our super producer, Vic Frost, the Ice Man. That was nice. Did your thing, baby. Did your thing. Our favorite country lawyer, better known as Judge Harry Sutherland. All right. Hear ye, hear ye. I'm back and happy to be here. Happy to be here and got some updates for us. Six Sex from the Hill. New you can use word on the street because we've been off for a while but we want to catch you up on things so you're going to hear us popping in and out because we want to catch you up we've been off for a week yeah mm-hmm. we went off for, uh, for a little uh, and we're very refreshed mm-hmm. and very excited to be here courtney black back with the facts you know that i missed you guys i missed you too i miss you so much i follow you hey. i saw uh, you yeah. walking <laughs> in the rain <laughs> yeah, and Kyle and Courtney are going to work on our entertainment reports. Kyle Irby's our male rights activist. Be a man at all times. That's right. Oh. So we got entertainment updates. Uh, so we want you to check them out. And then we got the owner and proprietor of Sports Bar who's out right now working on our sports updates for us. Because when we go into the sports bars where men come to talk and women come to eavesdrop. And I'm going to tell you something else. The phone lines are open. And uh, as they light up uh, from y'all language, we know that you missed us as <laughs> much as right. we, we missed you. 
1855 or email us at email us at shirlunderwoodradio.com. Uh, let's get to it. This is a full update show. You're listening to Sheryl Underwood Radio. And now it's time for Sheryl Underwood Radio's 62nd moment in music history. Give it to me, Tyrone Dubois. For Sheryl Underwood Radio, I'm R&B historian Tyrone Dubois with a 62nd moment in music history. Since her solo career began in 1970, Diana Ross had 18 top 10 singles and five went to number one on the national R&B charts. However, on the pop charts, six singles went to number one. Songs like Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Love Hangover, and Missing You hit the top of the charts. However, in her entire career, she only had one gold and one platinum single. The song Upside Down was her only gold single in 1980, and a year later, her only platinum single was Endless Love with Lionel Richie in the year of 1981. It spent nine weeks at number one on the pop charts. Her last top ten single was with I'll Be Sure in the year of 1991 called No Matter What You Do. Diana Ross, one of the greatest R&B singers in history. I'm America's R&B historian Tyrone Dubois for Cheryl Underwood Radio. It's the best of Cheryl Underwood Radio starting now. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. So, uh, Harry Sutherland giving us that 60 seconds from the hill. This is Harry Sutherland, your favorite country lawyer with the word on the street. And the word on the street is thousands of pro- demonstrators and protesters in the city of Chicago shut down the Dan Ryan Expressway, calling on elected officials to address gun violence in the city of Chicago. I think that's a great idea when protesters are coming out and saying enough is enough and they want to have these issues addressed. Mayor Emanuel supported the protesters and demonstrators and, and stood with them as they, as they actually, you know, marched and protest to address these issues, trying to call for the elected officials to stand up. However, Governor Rohner, he actually objected to Emanuel's support of the protest, saying that he was disappointed in the fact that Mayor Emanuel would actually support the protesters. I mean, this don't make any sense. The protesters were actually peaceful and had a peaceful demonstration and the whole thing went off successfully with no issues. And, and I and I just want to applaud uh, Chicago Mayor Emanuel for standing up, you know, because sometimes when you stand up, people talk about you. When you don't do nothing, people talk about you. So I, I want to applaud Chicago Mayor Emanuel for taking a stand and standing with these demonstrators who said enough is enough with this gun violence in the city of Chicago. Again, this is Harry Southern, your favorite country lawyer with the word on the street. We're going to bring up more about this issue going on with the gun violence issue and the protests in the city of Chicago. More on Cheryl Underwood Radio. Check out what you missed on the Be Inspired Radio Show. The three years doing anything, especially when you're like a fish out of water when you start something oh, and doing something like radio or media or, or you yeah. know, anything like this. It's, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, babe. <laughs> thank you. Thank That's you. not easy to do. Appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> it's been it's been quite a journey, I would say. And it's been like a the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Started out in this cocoon, if you will, yeah. the show, and then just blossomed in three years. And yes, definitely went through some transitions. Still going through some transitions mm-hmm. right now, but in the end, I just feel like it was so worth it. Yeah, you've grown a lot. Yeah, yeah. It didn't um, it? It started out well, but like seeing you blossom as the radio host and seeing you blossom as the uh, uh, you know the public speaker, the author. You've gone through a lot of a lot of changes right um um, you know since you've been here Mm -hmm. like in the last three years yeah Yeah, it's been a metamorphosis yeah that's the word i was trying i was like it's not metaphor it's metaphor okay gotcha you know when you're 
changing, yeah. transitioning. Yeah. Tune in to Be Inspired Radio, Wednesdays 7 to 9, only on BeExposedRadio.com. So, Jacqueline. Yes, Mom? I wanted to talk to you about something, and... Oh, wait. Hold on. I just got a text. Oh, there's another one. Wow. Busy, busy me. So, anyway... Oh, wait, Mom. I just got a message. My friends keep commenting on my comment. Oh, there's another one. So many comments on my comment. Oh, I can't wait to watch TV tonight. Playoffs! Hey guys, check out my new video game. Beow, beow. Wait, wait, mom, what? Huh? What? Hold What'd on. you say? Wait a second, huh? This weekend, unplug. Take your family to the forest. There's nothing in the world like experiencing nature firsthand. Trees, paths, bluebirds, streams. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Uh, we back on. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. In the building with me celebrating Miss Tide hey. the Diva. Now, <laughs> I like, I love you. I'm going to say I love you because I follow you on Instagram and I'm not a stalker, but I'm, I'm kind of at 35 kind of reimagining and re restructuring who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And I remember when we first met, um, it, you really threw me off because you're so out there and I've seen other individuals like you, but it was raunchy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't tasteful. I remember this it didn't have a right. It didn't have a foundation <laughs> for it. And I'm at a place right now where I'm just letting it all out, mm -hmm. and I'm not really worried about what people are seeing, what they're saying. Uh, and I follow. I'm kind of in a way following your lead. Now I'm not. I, well, actually, I've been nude on stage. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> I've been nude on stage. They got paid for it, baby. Hey, Thank you. Come but it really following your direction because you started this project maybe like two and a half years ago or so. Three and three, a half. Three and a half year. years where you were just putting it out there mm -hmm. and was being very unapologetic about how you were putting it out there and what people had to say and I saw some of them comments that's what made me reach out to you initially mm -hmm. because I saw the comments on both sides like oh she is too that is too much mm -hmm. what is she talking about these things have happened to you well these are why things are happening uh -huh. to you mm -hmm. and I saw all of that and it broke my heart because people don't realize I gotta get literally naked mm -hmm. in front of myself to even begin to rebuild mm -hmm. I can't you can't hide things and as an artist you are, you have to clear the slate mm -hmm. to start building mm -hmm. things on. So I, I remember talking to you before, and it was really, it was I don't think you had body issues, mm -hmm. but you had issues with touch and feel and how other people touched <clears throat> and feel and all those uh -huh. things. I remember the conversation. So I really, I really re, kind of reestablished myself creatively based on like that conversation. Because mm -hmm. at that point when we talked first. I was I was ready to let everything go. I was ready to go be somebody manager at Popeyes and eat myself to a crispy chicken you death. Gotta shut it up. And let it go because I just got <laughs> I got tired of yeah. it. You get creatively, you get tired and bent out of shape of having to please everybody. <sighs> so let us know uh, where you've been at. First of all, this is glass two and a half. Hey, it is about to get real. First of all, we live in life, hour. so. I'm not going to apologize right. <laughs> for 
for anything. <laughs> I'm just disclaimer, disclaimer. I'm just friendly disclaimer to all. Um, but yeah, just to to piggyback off of what you're saying, when we first came together, mm-hmm. I didn't have image issues. I had intimacy issues. Right, touch. Yeah, touch. I had touch. issues with displaying and receiving affection. And Are you a Gemini? No, I'm an Aquarius type two, actually. <laughs> yes. Ooh. And um, it's like we've been living raised in the same household. Well, and you know, I think being an Aquarius is one of the reasons why I um, felt shameless when it came to the type of exposure that I was mm-hmm. given. I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I knew what I needed to do for myself in order for me to be able to view myself a particular way. Okay. I was trying to figure out how to feel beautiful again. Okay. Um, when did you connect your talents to that healing? Uh, I think when I was strong enough to actually get out of the house following depression, following my bout of agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's being out in front of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So agoraphobia is the fear of <clears throat> exiting a confined space due to being attacked, being harmed, being traumatized, or things like that. Um, people don't know that's a real thing. It's a real fucking thing. Like, if you, if that happened to you, even on the other extreme, if you've been in an accident, like, being in that confined space could mm-hmm. be It will jarring. fuck you up. Yeah. I was in a situation where I just did not want to leave my home because I didn't want to be attacked again. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be hurt again. I didn't want, I didn't want anything to happen to me mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, when I was getting strong enough... Um, to recognize that I was ready to make some changes, that I was ready to do some work and start healing myself. Mm-hmm. It only felt natural to infuse my love, my first love, um, into my process. Because you had walked away from that. I, yeah, I did. And that was, you know, just like, all, you are an artist. Mm-hmm. You know this shit is real. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you know that throughout your childhood, throughout your training. I can't. I have rehearsed. Okay. That's a statement. But then, following that, it's going to be, I can't, I have to go to my day job because I didn't get the job in the art world that I fucking want. So. <laughs> well, no, I got both of the jobs, but that art but job But it's just not enough, me. right. So, I got to figure out some other things. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, so I was just, it, it, I was stuck between a, a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. And I needed to um, figure out how I could take the one thing that I could connect with that would make me feel like a woman again. Mm. What can I do? How can I use this? Um, how can I put it into some type of structure where right. it's going to pull me out of what I'm being sunken into? Mm-hmm. And um, I had to think about that. This is the third time I've restructured my workshop. Um, but yeah, I was a fucking mess. How many <laughs> times has it been because of, and I don't like pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to tell the whole truth. No, come, come on. Bobby Brown story. Oh, uh, that's so, oh that was a horror. Oh, I love it. It's so trashy. I love it. When him and Whitney are in that goddamn. Oh, but we saw. I think that was so real because we saw that. Oh yeah. That was a moment that we felt. Oh, that was gorgeous. Saw on TV. That was gorgeous. But it. I have I have issues because I I told the story about how my aunt called me one day, and out of the blue last year. And she, I love my aunt because we were raised more like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, Nate, I'm really proud of you, all that you're doing. She said, you had to deal with a lot and you've had to overcome so much. 
I'm really proud of you. Now, I didn't hear nothing after I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. Because all I heard in my mind was you saw me going through. And where did you step in? You saw me fall down. Mm -hmm. And you didn't say anything. You Mm -hmm. didn't touch my leg and say it's going to be good. You didn't do any of these things. And you let it happen. And I'm not blaming my aunt. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is people see you falling apart Mm -hmm. we see the whitney we see the bob we see these things falling apart and nobody steps in you know why one thing that i have grown to realize is that when you are this is something i'm realizing as i'm growing into a public figure but (laughs) hate that fucking term so fucking presumptuous anyway uh, (laughs) but I've grown to realize that when you serve as a certain type of energy in someone's life, mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck when you're going through shit. Mm-mm. They're not going to care. They like this. Right. Because you know why? Oh, and on top of that, you serve a very specific purpose in their life. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to bring them joy. You're yep. supposed to bring them sunshine. So when the real shit happens when and you're transparent about it, you're being mm-hmm. honest about it and reaching out, it's uncomfortable for a lot of people. Right. Because they do not care. They really just don't. They right. don't. Um, especially within our community. Because so, one, and I, I'll say this, be, and like you said, because you have a place in their life, but mm-hmm. it is sad because we're at a place where they are broken, so they can't give us what they haven't been given. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, <laughs> <clears throat> they're vultures. <laughs> you know, they're vultures. They pounce, okay? Mm-hmm. And the moment that they scroll through their timeline and they see that one post or that one picture mm-hmm. that is um, displaying to the world that you are human, that mm-hmm. you fuck up, that you have feelings, that shit hurts, then that's when the. And open about it. Right. That's when the feelings of discomfort come into place. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, you're, I'm not your vitamin at that point. You know, yeah. I'm not your sunshine. I'm not your pill. I'm yeah. not the thing that you can take. <laughs> I'm not the, you know, girl that you can look at and be like, well, damn, her titties is out. Let me smile. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I, 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 when I say that was the bulk of the comment, I saw a lot of positive comments from people, but I saw a lot of people attacking you because they were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, often, and what I've learned is they were uncomfortable with themselves. Oh, yes. See, one of the things that I have been telling my, I have a, uh, I have the most amazing little intern right now. She's been (laughs) with me since she was 13. She is my firstborn. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the things that I share with her and other young women who I teach Mm -hmm. is that it's not that they have a problem with you. It's not that they hate you. They hate the quality about you that they don't possess. Mm -hmm. They hate the strength, the courage, the bravery that you have that allows for you to be yourself that they don't have. It's not a personal problem. How many times have you shrunk in yourself to overcompensate for that from other people? And it it really is a real thing. Uh, And I've I've paired myself where I've I've shrunk in myself and Mm -hmm. I've watched other people shrink themselves Mm -hmm. to accommodate the insecurities of others. Um, more times than I'd probably care to admit, mm-hmm. and it, it it probably had a lot to do with the fact that I was building a business, mm-hmm. you know, building a brand, trying to please, trying to please people, mm-hmm. um, trying to appease folks who I think would be supportive, mm-hmm. 
And then, you know, you get to a point where you be like, fuck everybody. This shit is... Can you see the patterns in people now? Because oh, eventually yeah. you see it, but can you see it now? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a reader. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a reader. And, like, <laughs> and so also the other thing that has happened over the last few years is that my... Um, uh, I hate saying this as well, but <laughs> my skills, my empath skills have increased because mm. I really have been full. I've been fooling around with a lot of spirituality, self-discovery Ooh, okay. and trying to figure out where I'm at and get in where the fuck I fit in. Mm. And with my studies, I have um, realized that I'm a lot more intuitive than I thought I was. Mm. And you spent a lot more time being quiet right Mm -hmm. and that is i just had this conversation with my business partner a few weeks ago but that's because i was forced for a really long time to enjoy my seclusion Mm -hmm. because i was the girl that got raped and nobody wants to deal with that that's messy yeah nobody wants to be your friend you know your family wants you to keep it quiet because they don't want they want to save face like we do in the black families was it a familiar person i don't remember asking um, you mean the attacker? Mm-hmm. No, I did not know who he was. Okay. He was a, some random white man. We still don't have any information about him. Um, no prints were able, you know, to determine anything. No DNA. Hold on. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to fill up our cups again. Yes, Chad. On the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BigSportsRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's the best of Cheryl Underwood Radio, starting now. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. Hey, it's time for our HBCU shout-out. Who you shouting out today, Courtney Black? I'm shouting out Prairie View A&M University yeah. in Prairie View, Texas. Yeah, we love Prairie View. All right, Vic Frost, who you shout out today? We got to go to Maryland and shout-out Bowie State. Yeah. yeah. All right, who you shouting out, Kyle Irving? I'm staying in Maryland. You know who the first black coach in the NFL was? Cheryl Underwood. Uh, Arthur Shale. That's that right. <laughs> he went to the University of Maryland Eastern. Yeah. Did he coach the Raiders? He sure did. The L.A. Raiders is why I'm a fan. I, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Harry Southern, who you shout out? I'm going to stay home in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I want to shout out Fayetteville State University. And I'd like to shout out all 21 affiliates of Cheryl Underwood Radio that are on HBCU. And why do we shout out HBCUs on Cheryl Underwood Radio? Because black history is American history. But you don't have to be black to get a quality education at an HBCU. We'll be right back with Cheryl Underwood Radio. Now it's time for Warren Valentine's Tell Me Something You Don't Know. Thank you, Cheryl. This is Warren Valentine with Cheryl Underwood Radio, and I'm going to tell you something you may not know. Well, Mullah has come out and indicted more people in Russia, including members who are very close uh, to Vladimir Putin, generals, and others. Well, although none of these people will ever be arrested or tried in America, the reason was to allow President Trump, during his visit, to be able to say, look, we have the evidence. You tampered in 
our elections, will you make sure this doesn't happen again? Now, will President Trump go there? I don't know. But if he doesn't, we all have to start asking ourselves, why not? Also, in Chicago, Father Flager held a huge rally, shut down the Dan Ryan in protest of killings. Well, this past weekend, 41 people shot, seven killed, and a cop killed an unarmed man who was a barber just walking across the street from his job. It is time for us to change the laws in this country. Whether you're talking about child support or criminal, the justice system is being used to murder and crucify people who are poor, who are brown, and who are black. And hopefully, the poor, the brown, and the black will come together and say enough is enough. I'm Warren Valentine, and I hope I told you something you didn't know right here on Cheryl Underwood Radio. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Really hard to get that industry success, to get that industry support, and then where they are. Right, right. Welcome back, welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I don't have my watch, but I think I'm going to say this one. Um, This is home of the Cheryl Underwood weekend, weekdays, mornings at 10 a.m. Tune in to the Be Exposed Radio station, and you'll hear the Cheryl Underwood we now in syndication. You can also go to our website, www.BeExposedRadio.com, and you can pull down the information or on our syndicated tab and you'll see all the shows all the platforms that we are live streaming on as well as where you can find our show it may be one of the apps that you already use so definitely take part in that with me i got miss tide the diva and if you didn't know she's a ballerina i am <laughs> a dancer in yeah. general but yeah. her focus Forte. was in ballet yes, honey. is in ballet she's the thick Ballerina, not so curvy, much curvy ballerina. <laughs> I say the curvy ballerina. Yeah, not so much thick right now these days. I got this cute little Barbie body. I'm trying to hold on to. Can't make no promises because I'm bit like to get juicy. Yeah, My- eating is definitely what an artist has. To oh, hold listen, on to. I gained two pounds this week. I was in that mirror shaking. <laughs> I was in that just okay, girl, go ahead, just happy. I think I look good at all stages. I don't give. But a you fuck. have, to, and I, I said this to myself. I said this. Uh, to my nutritionist and she was a uh, little white lady mm-hmm. and she just kept saying to me like you'd be so much happier if you just I said well I have to, I'm happy right now yeah. I want to I want to make sure my health is intact mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm here as long as I could possibly be here yeah. and comfortable yeah. uh, without illness but I definitely I'm happy let me ask you this how many situations have you had where you've been naked in front of somebody and they've told you to put your clothes back on Oh, well, I don't wear that problem. That's what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so if nobody has had that problem, why do I have to make aesthetic changes to please your eye? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, don't, you don't like it, but I... Oh, I love it. No matter what size I was young and I was smaller, and now I'm heavier, it doesn't... My body doesn't define... And I find people who are threatened by that. Mm Mm-hmm. Not just my size, but who I am as a person. And I found myself watering down who I was. Not to necessarily be liked or to make myself comfortable around people, but to make people comfortable around me. Mm-hmm. So who I am, Nate always had to be the quiet one. He always sat in the back. He made everything go and work and he worked hard. But I, you had to, I had to realize I was dumbing who I was down. Mm-hmm. Watering yourself. Yeah, Fuck to make that. other people feel comfortable about themselves. Mm-hmm. And that, that's dangerous. So for you, putting it out there, mm-hmm. 
And it, it has, and I, I say that because I've met people like you who is, it just screams raunchy to me. Mm-hmm. And they were screaming for the attention. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that from yours. And maybe I was wrong, but I didn't feel that. Um, that was not my intention. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, more so than anything, it was um, a step in just my process of re- regaining and reclaiming mm-hmm. confidence and space. Right. Um, I had, throughout my journey, I had outgrown just looking at photos of myself. Okay. Now I was at a point where I was interested in utilizing other platforms that were going to help me look at myself in different ways then. Um, so it was never, it's never been about attention for me. Whoa. Uh, geez. <laughs> it's never been about attention for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been more so about trying to create a network for individuals out there struggling like mm-hmm. me. I knew that if mm-hmm. I was able to, and not saying that, and I say this all the time, I'm not the answer lady to nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking superwoman, okay? This is just your perspective. This is, and this is how, this is what I found to work for me. Mm-hmm. If it's working for me, it might work for you too. I'm not making any promises. Mm-hmm. But um, I, one of the main reasons why I wound up sharing my story mm-hmm. was because people weren't letting me be myself. They yeah. weren't letting me they weren't letting me utilize the platform the way that I thought I wanted to use it in order for me to heal. I wanted to see my images on something and and be able to scroll through them surprisingly and mm-hmm. be like, damn, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I had grew past the point where, listen, I had spent my time in the hospital, okay? Mm-hmm. I had spent my time uh, going back and forth to Howard County precincts for investigations. I had spent my time being grilled, okay? Then I had spent my time following up on a case that nobody gave a fuck about, mm-hmm. all right? And then after that, it was my time to figure out what, what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I grew to this point where, um, you know, one of the first things I, I did when I was strong enough, I started taking pictures of myself. I had to remind, I had to trick myself. Mm-hmm. I had to recondition my brain to be able to look at myself and say, God damn it, you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I had to go through this whole exercise where I would, I would basically... Um, have to pick out a point a, a, a body part and I would have to say three nice things about that body part mm. to myself and I would have to say what I loved about it now prior to the attack did you have those issues? hell fucking no I was the bad man walking around them streets okay <laughs> um, now what I will say um, admittedly I do believe that for a long time I did have um Emotional issues throughout mm-hmm. high school, and my father um, can attest to this. But throughout high school, um, I did have emotional issues. I was diagnosed with manic depression, mm-hmm. and um, but uh, other than that, you know, I was okay. You know, I had my mood swings when I had mood swings, and then I would be sad when I'd be sad. But other than that, I was okay. So the attack made you. I, I was just sent. Uh, um, you know when. I, I came from a really small 
elementary school and middle school, mm-hmm. and they uh, both times I had I know everybody that went there that mm-hmm. I was there with, and it was crazy because they're starting to you know how people find pictures and they send them to you. Somebody sent me a picture of me at my eighth grade graduation, and I'm gonna tell you I had to look at this picture for about ten minutes because I did not recognize myself, mm-hmm. and that brought on an insecurity that I forgot. Well, I, I never had. I don't have body issues because, mm-hmm. like I said, people, I take my clothes off in front of. They fucking with it. Understand? <laughs> yeah. But I, I remember having to look because I had one because you get older, so you get accustomed to what you look like now. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this photo, and I don't recognize this person, and I'm saying to myself, "Who is this?" And then at the, the second thought was, "This ain't me." Mm. And then as I looked and I started, I started to see myself in that photo. And I'm when when trauma happens, because this is a re, this is your your reaction was to trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you begin to look at yourself differently. Mm-hmm. Like what is it about me? And then you start picking yourself apart. Well, oh my God, my eyes are a little different. You know, my teeth is not straight enough for. This body part, this city's saying that longer than that one. I'm a man with boobs. Like, start, things start sticking out to you that did not necessarily stick out to you before because that's just who you were. Because mm-hmm. now you need to find fault. Mm-hmm. And because you can't find fault on this side, that's obvious fault, but there's the blame starts to shift. Like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Is that Was that how trauma hit you? Or was it you just start seeing yourself every day differently? I um I literally would look in the mirror and I couldn't recognize myself. Mm. And that was because I was allowing myself to grow um into something that was a lifeless shell of a woman. Wow. Um so I went through this period where every time I looked in the mirror I just didn't look the way that I was used Mm -hmm. to looking I could not recognize the person who was looking back at me and um, it was very it was an eye opener Mm -hmm. because for a while I ignored that because I just didn't care about anything now you said at some point you took down all the mirrors or you oh hell yeah oh my mother was pissed child Oh, she was pissed because when I left the hospital, mm-hmm. I went to her house and I mm-hmm. stayed with her for uh, about a year. No, longer than that. Mm-hmm. I wound up staying with her longer than that. Um, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but one day she came home and it was nothing. If I could see my reflection, it was out of there. Oh, really? It was out of there. Like, at one point, uh, we were we were living in Woodlawn at that point, I think. She came home, all of the mirrors had been covered. Yeah. If it was a photo and I could walk past it and see my reflection, I would turn it down. Um, it was just a very brutal period of self-disgust mm-hmm. and Hold self-hate. We're going to take, a, take another quick commercial break. We're going to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with the tide of it Hello. all. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It really is... Um,
It's the best of Cheryl Underwood Radio, starting now. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. Hey, we're talking a little entertainment. After this, we're going to go into the sports bar where men come to talk and women come to eavesdrop. Kyle Irby's going to hold it down because Jim is having his anniversary time, but he mm-hmm. wants to break away like all men do from the wife. Absolutely. And he will be dropping in for a sports <laughs> update from an undisclosed location. He's right. probably drinking a fruity drink with an umbrella <laughs> in it. So, right now, we're talking entertainment. Kyle Irby, you say what? Cheryl Underwood, some guys have all the love. Some guys oh, have all, all the love. That's a good song. Ross, do it. Some guys have all the love. Y'all know the words. Wait a minute, somebody right. just text message me and said, y'all so wrong, y'all play all the mother songs that we don't know. Vic, do you have some but guys have Jim, all the love? And when Jim ain't here, you know, play the white music? Racism. In memory of Jim. Him. Yeah, he's not he dead. He ain't dead. <laughs> Dog, no, he's not. Dog, <laughs> anyway, Dog, um, some guys have all the luck. You know who got all the luck? Who's George Clooney. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, when he had the motorcycle accident? He had the motorcycle accident last week. Oh, they the showed the video where he got thrown from the motorcycle. Oh, it was a scooter. Yeah. But uh, it was scooter, my understanding scooter, scooter. that the, is, uh, the Vesper. Is that what it is? Sure. Vesper. And, yeah. I, and I thought he also is a oh, spokesman way, for this. It's all the pain. Is he? It's luck. Pain breaks complaint. Okay. Rod Stewart. Okay, so but this is the other thing too. Is also my understanding. I thought the car didn't it swerve out or hit. Yes. Okay. The Mercedes swerved out and hit the the Vespa. Yeah. Vesta. Uh huh. And he survived it. But you know, wow. good and well, it's Vesta. I don't know what it is. It's a Vespa. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Because I thought the thing about uh, Vesta. Vesta Williams. Yeah, Vesta. Like Spaceball. Yeah. Yeah. Vesta movie. Spaceball. What? Princess Vespa. You found the song? Yeah, Vesta was in there. Yeah. Oh, the love. Hey, don't talk about we not inclusive hey, and diverse. Right. So I'm sorry, Jim. What you wearing? That's right. Sorry, Jim. Love Jim. Yeah, the one time we played the song, you might know. I know that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry for Jim. Yeah. I, I feel bad. He missed it. I really feel bad. But so I want to know what? was there a guy or girl at your school that just had it all? Because George Clooney seems to have it all. Yeah. And I'm wondering is there was there a guy at your school or a girl? Or were you that person that you are listening to BeExposedRadio.com? Like, go. Uh-huh. And only deal with what is in front of me. Mm-hmm. And that was heartbreaking because then you have to let go of things that aren't naturally of you mm-hmm. that or things that are really close to you. But you know what, though? We're back, by the way. You're allowed to process whatever it is. But we don't often th- think that. Yeah, but that's okay because we are our most toughest critics. Mm-hmm. So we're not going <laughs> To be okay with the fact that we are going through things and we need to allow for a process to happen so we can get over that shit. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But <laughs> in my ear. I know I can hear. <laughs> but um, you know what? One thing that I'm learning is that we have to be kinder to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to be gent- gentler with ourselves, and we have to be more forgiving with ourselves. That's the biggest one, forgiving. Mm-hmm. Because our imperfections can often be blown out of proportion mm-hmm. when it comes to ourselves. And we're quick to forgive somebody else. That is true, and that is something that I, uh, that's something that I'm still personally dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, from time to time, I will find myself in a moment where I'll go, why did I do something different that night? Mm. 
Why didn't I do something different? Why didn't I stay where I was later? Why didn't I make a stop here before I went there? You know, why, when I got out of the car, why didn't I make a, why didn't I? <laughs> I just came to say hello. Hey, pull up a chair. Happy anniversary. How hey. you feeling? How's it going? You can pull up a chair. Yeah, come on, that's it. You got stuff just to do? Put that stuff in that chair. You got, you got to do. How's my book? I got the trout with me. They can come in. Yeah. Well, not yet, but you can this pull that chair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I have moments from time to time where I'm like, could I have prevented this? Could I did it? Could I have done anything differently? Could I have real? And I always, and this is how you know. This is how you know that healing is not a linear process. This is how you know that forgiveness of self is not a linear process. Right. Next month is going to be six years that it occurred. Um, I am still saying to myself, why did I have my fucking headphones in when I got out of the car? Why was I so busy in my trunk when I got out of the car that I was not paying attention to my surroundings? I don't think that that's something that's ever going to go away. However, I do not blame myself. I know I didn't do anything to make a man target me, you know? So there- you, without... I'm not gonna say without emotion. Can you go back to that moment and kind of give us a uh, mm-hmm. overall of it? So I was. Um, this is 2012, mm-hmm. October 2012. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> we'll get you a copy. We all. I don't mind. We like sharing. Oh yeah. Mm. Protect that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, at this time, I was working for. Uh, a medical office mm-hmm. in Mount uh, in Westminster, and um, during this time, I remember being so excited because I felt like I was about to I was about to enter into a new chapter into my life. I was about to move. I was dating somebody. We were going to get married. <laughs> All of this other stuff, and um, I think I had just grown comfortable. Mm-hmm. I had just got comfortable. Um, I was coming home one night and this is the time I was staying with my mother because I was about to move mm-hmm. and I'm coming home one night um, I have my head and I don't I don't even know why I'm in the car with my headphones on I'm not talking to anybody it's not like it was a hands-free call mm-hmm. I'm literally listening to music in my car with a working station the mm-hmm. stereo everything and I'm literally listening to music um, with these headphones in. I parked my car in the complex, and I remember there being a letter going out maybe a month or two prior talking about, be careful, in the complex. You know, it's very dark. It's a heavily... In your complex. In my complex, yeah. Heavily uh, wooded area, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just dark. Um, and I got out of my car. I never looked around. I, I was just so comfortable living there. Mm. I never checked my surroundings. I never did anything. I went right to my trunk, got all of my bags out, everything. And before I knew it, I had got hit over my head. Mm. And um, I remembered this feeling of falling forward into the trunk, like I was about to fall into the trunk. Um, but then I got hit again. And then dragged into the woods. Um, I can honestly say there was not much struggle on my part. Because it was out of... It you was, don't know what I was so shocked. I, and I still hadn't seen 
who had hit me. Mm -hmm. I'm being dragged into the woods by my hair. Somebody's behind me. Um, and when you get hit in the head that hard, the amount of discombobulation that you are dealing with is it's unexplainable. Like you, is, is it unexplainable or inexplainable? Whatever One of them motherfuckers, because you know what? <laughs> Grammar is Don't a European construct, and I can say whatever the fuck I want. Right. So, <laughs> um, but I remember, I remember hurt from being hit. That it was, it was like trying to shock my body yeah. into making my legs work. Mm -hmm. Nothing was happening. When he got me to where he wanted me to be and he started doing what he was doing, I passed out. I think it was because of the fear, the pain, the shock, knowing what he was about to do to me, too. And I think subconsciously, um, my body just said, bitch, let me take you out for a minute. Yeah. Let me just take you out of this for a minute. That's shock. Your yeah. body was in shock. You could have been fully awake mm -hmm. and still like that out of it we're gonna take a quick break oh when so I wow first of all things have got to change because time is time and it goes so fast but we're actually done it's four o'clock <laughs> so thank you all for tuning in we're gonna talk a little bit more i'm gonna probably try to set up my live so we can talk a little bit more but yeah, uh, thank you it. both for coming down i appreciate you we're gonna definitely talk a little bit more uh, this has been the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Five years. Congratulations, boo. And I'm still waiting on that paycheck. Hello, me, you, and everybody motherfucking else. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Artist Exchange Radio Show. I'll see you Monday, same time. Peace. Artist Exchange. The 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 Artist Exchange. It's the best of Cheryl Underwood Radio, starting now. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you.